This is an ABC podcast. This is the problem. Take a pair of scales of the old fashioned artificial earth into one in the world. And now At the 2010 Olympic Games in London, a pole vaulter, Lazaro Borges, began his run towards the bar holding his pole, as he had done a thousand times before. When he got to the right distance from the bar, he dropped the far end of the pole into the ground. The pole began to bend as it absorbed the energy of his forward run. It then began to straighten out and started lifting him into the air. Suddenly, with absolutely no warning, when his feet were about two metres off the ground, his pole suddenly snapped into three pieces. Luckily, No one was injured. But why did it break into three pieces, not two? Back in the mid-1980s, this same problem diverted two men from their simple goal of cooking a spaghetti dinner. They were a Nobel Prize winner in physics, Richard Feynman, and his friend, W. Daniel Hills, who was a supercomputer innovator. No matter how they bent their uncooked spaghetti to break it so it would fit into the pot, it wouldn't neatly snap into two equal lengths, which is what they wanted. To their frustration, it kept on breaking into three or more fragments. Hill said, and I quote, We ended up, at the end of a couple of hours, with broken spaghetti all over the kitchen and no real good theory about why spaghetti breaks in three. Unquote. Why bother with such a silly problem? Well, it turns out it's not that silly. Rods, of which spaghetti is just one example, are everywhere in the natural and artificial world around us. We find rod structures in trees, semi-flexible polymers, carbon nanotubes, active liquid crystals, and even networks such as telephone networks or the internet. We find rods in bones, the legs of water strider spiders, fibroblast cells that are involved in the repair of wounds and making connective tissue, the tiny electric motors that rotate the flagelli of small bacteria, and even the cytoskeleton inside the axons of our nerve cells. So understanding what happens to rods when you put a lot of stress on them is much more than just a mechanical engineering problem. Sure, columns have a major structural role in holding up buildings. But in each of the examples I've just mentioned, rod-like structures can fail under excess stress, sometimes with disastrous consequences. When they fail, they often break into many fragments of different sizes. And yes, fragmentation is another field of knowledge that is universal in the natural and artificial world. Fragmentation is the process by which objects shatter. And you guessed it, yep, we still don't fully understand it, and yes, it's really important. We see fragmentation in the collisions of asteroids, comets, planets and neutron stars on the big scale, and of subatomic particles on the small scale. But fragmentation is also involved in the smashing of windows, the explosions of bombs, and the pulverising of mineral ores. It happens in brittle structures such as the blades inside car turbochargers and jet engines, and the cutting bits used to machine high-strength alloys. And you guessed it, fragmentation is an essential part of the relatively harmless breaking of spaghetti.
Early experiments into fragmentation were done in the early 1990s. The scientists put brittle glass rods into strong steel cases and then simply dropped them from varying heights onto hard concrete floors. Depending on the height of the fall, they found various differences in how many small and large fragments were created. The scientists came up with a few mathematical descriptions of what was happening. But they were still a long way from understanding what was really going on when brittle and flexible materials get so overloaded with stress that they fail. And so I'll talk more about that next time. And how to perfectly break spaghetti into two pieces. Just don't do it near an Italian. Was dropped on Hiroshima. I am the ancient Polizar, created by the great Rosetta of the New World. And one more step for man. Why is it so?